Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It is quite the weekend in the United States. Lots going on. We're going to get into this. I also want to tell you that later on on this program, we're going to be speaking with the Premier of Alberta. Jason Kenney will be joining us. But back to the issue of the United States. Many questions, much in the way of... Well, polarizing of opinions. They have the election coming up in November, the first week of November. And uh, polling now seems to, well, it is favoring uh, Joe Biden. But uh, polling, with due respect to my great friend Fran Crooms, who's joining us now from Rasmussen Reports, polling in the beginning of July may have absolutely nothing to do or nothing, no, 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 no relationship to what we see in, in the middle of October. But it is interesting to find out how Americans are feeling about their country, how they feel about their president. Um, there's also the issue of uh, the, the respect for the 4th of July. Rasmussen Reports, and it's rasmussenreports.com, have done polling and all of this, and uh, Fran Coombs is back with us on the program. Happy 4th of July, Fran. Thank you, Roy. I appreciate it. Let's start with something that you do every day at Rasmussen, and that is you track the popularity or the job approval rate of Donald Trump. If I uh, if I listen to a major newscasts, I would expect Trump's popularity rating or job approval rating to be down around, I don't know, 20-25%. It is not great, but it's not as bad as that either. How, where does he stand, and how would he compare to uh, Barack Obama's popularity or approval rating at the same time in Obama's first term? Well, Trump, was he was at 47% approval on Friday, uh, but more realistically in recent weeks, certainly with the COVID-19 thing going on, he's, he's in the mid-40s, which is down three or four points for him, uh, but is comparable to where Obama was at this stage of his presidency. There's no question about that. There's no dramatic difference between the two. And when it comes to how Americans view their country today, uh, if I were to ask you about uh, how Americans feel about, uh, you know, about the 4th of July, or how they feel about, and I know you did polling on this, on how they feel about, um, you know, recognition of American history, like Mount Rushmore, historic statues around the country. What are you hearing? Well, basically, we're, we're hearing that Americans are still solidly proud of their history, and they don't want these statues coming down. Uh, we're talking numbers in the 70, 70 percentile range. But I have to be honest, I mean, these points are down... 10, 15 points from where we were three or four years ago. So there's definitely some souring, and you're supposed mostly seeing it in borders under 40, sad to say. What would uh, what would cause that, uh, Fran? Is that a direct response to Donald Trump by the younger demographic in the United States, or is it something else? I'd, well, I think it's, it's something that's been going on for a while, Roy. I think... Uh, Schools have been indoctrinating them in political correctness for decades. Uh, this is a much less questioning generation, uh, the millennials and, and younger, uh, than we've seen in, in previous generations of Americans. Um, they just, for, for unfortunately for a lot of these younger Americans, there's only one way, uh, and uh, it's the politically correct way. So, so I'm reading uh, just from your uh, release that I received earlier today. Respect for the 4th of July is down this year, and you just mentioned that, although most still recognize that it marks the signing of the Declaration of Independence, but Americans aren't so sure the founding fathers who signed that important document would be happy with the country they initiated, as it appears 
today. Have Americans given up on, has a percentage, uh, a recognizable percentage of Americans given up on the United States as the country presents itself in 2020? You know, I think that's, that's probably safe to say, Roy, right now. I mean, we're definitely in this unprecedented COVID-19 period. Um, the racial unrest, that stuff, I mean, I think a lot of people recognize that for the phony baloney it is. Uh, we've seen this before. It's taken, the, that, that attitude is taken advantage of by, by activists, anti-fa types. Uh, but Amer- America can heal in that department. Uh, but I think there's a lot of uncertainty in the country right now. Americans are not happy with the lives they're living. And I think that's reflected in our polling. So what does that mean? And and I said before, and I'm not being disrespectful to polling in July, but what does that mean to what may happen in the first week of November where Joe Biden, according to polling, and I, I would imagine probably your polling as well, leads yeah. Donald Trump by a comfortable uh, double-digit margin as far as voters are concerned. And we have stories now in the news, uh, Fran, as you well know, of Republicans, members of the party, perhaps even members of the government, saying that they would vote against Trump. They will hold their noses and vote for Biden. Right. Well, remember, you could you could put the date 2016 on those same stories, uh, and it would be you'd be hearing the same thing. I mean, remember, the Republican establishment hated Trump uh, when he was the nominee and did everything in their power to stop him from getting the nomination. These are unprecedented times with the coronavirus thing going on. Uh, any poll taken at this juncture uh, is meaningless as far as I'm concerned. The, the, when you start looking at the numbers is after Labor Day in, in September, October. That's when the polling numbers count. That's when most people are paying attention. Uh, we have Biden up by maybe five, six points with a point, uh, with a 3% margin of error. Uh, I'm not surprised at that, uh, referring to what I said earlier, Americans are in a bad mood about how things are going these days. But this idea that Biden is, is on a walk away to the election is crazy. If, if, if I were to ask Americans, if I were to be um, placed in a group of uh, maybe 100 Americans, and I would ask those American citizens on the 4th of July 2020, what is it you want for your country? What is it you would like to see changed? What, what is it you expect? And I, I, b- before I ask you to answer that question, I'll preface it by saying that I'm looking at information from Rasmussen. 24% of, of uh, likely U.S. voters think the country is headed in the right direction. So if I ask that question... Based on that information, what would I hear back? Well, unfortunately, I think you'd, you'd hear all over the place. Uh, you'd hear a lot of the millennials saying racial justice, social justice, no Trump. Uh, you would hear older Americans, the so-called silent majority, going, we want respect for our history and culture. We want this nonsense over with. Uh, we want to keep following where Trump's going. We want economic growth. Other people whose companies are savaged by the COVID-19 thing would say, hey, we want to get back on our feet, get the lockdown over with, and get the economy going. So there's a variety of things that Americans want. Is there a silent majority, Fran, that is determined to vote for Donald Trump that may suddenly make itself known on, on election night like happened four years ago? Well, I, I mean, to, 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 to the extent that Trump would win again. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if I can put majority on it, but I will say that there are a lot of people who are very unhappy with this stuff that's going on vis-a-vis our culture and our history, but they won't speak out. This has been true throughout the Trump years because no, nobody's going to put a Trump sticker on their car and drive into a city. Uh, 
people that, that support the president and sort the support the more conservative values are basically keeping quiet because they don't want some idiot in their face. Well, it's a, it's, it's a different day in the United States, a different time, that's for sure, as we're observing from from our side of the border. We can't cross over into your country, nor can you come here, because the borders are closed. But uh, four months, I think it's about four months to go to the election, maybe to the day, uh, and uh, and we'll know what, what will happen as far as the White House is concerned. I think you said it to me last time we talked. Either way, no matter which way the country votes in the first week of November, half the country is going to be angry. I think there's no question about it. I mean, we are increasingly a 50-50 nation. Fran, good talking to you. Thank you so much for the time. Okay, Roy, take care. Fran Coombs is the managing editor of Rasmussen, and you can uh, you can check them out at RasmussenReports.com. They do a daily tracking poll on the job approval rating of uh, President Donald Trump. He's at 47% now. Um, 50% of Americans are going to be unhappy, regardless of who wins in the first week of November. And you may remember we spoke with, uh, when we spoke with Fran last week or two weeks ago, I think maybe two weeks ago, their polling showed that 40% of Republican supporters were saying they expect a civil war in the United States within five years. And 34% of all Americans, regardless of their political support or affiliation, 34% believe there would be a civil war in the U.S. within five years. Not great news. Not good news at all. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.